0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: The highlight of my day, Deborah Norville checks in. You know, she's the host of Inside Edition. Weeknight, 7 p.m. on CBS 2, and we love her. Good morning, Deborah. Good morning, Mr. Scott.
0: How are you today?
1: Fantastic. The whole crew gathered around waiting to hear what you have to say. There's so much going on. you got the Super Bowl hoopla. you got the oh, yeah. big parade today in Boston. They have a beautiful day for it. It's going to be like 50, 53 there. It's gorgeous today. Absolutely and then, gorgeous. Yeah. Are, you, are you doing more on the Super Bowl tonight?
0: Yeah, we're going to, you know, before they uh, went back up to, um, boston for the big parade today uh tom brady you know his little girl was just about the most precious thing in the world as he was, you know celebrating the victory so tom and giselle took their kids down to disney world they were halfway there if you think about it so they just kept going they had a quick trip uh, to disney world yesterday and so we got a little little bit of um coverage of that and of course we'll be looking forward to the parade and the state of the union tonight and um, we also have this story. Do you take the subway, Scott?
1: I have. I don't on a normal, you know, no, no, up yeah, up yeah, in we the city right around. To
0: work. Yeah, I get it. But, you know, the rest of us who do take the subway, we you always see somebody who's skipping the line, jumping the turnstile, going through and then open the door for, like, half of his friends. And which God, how much does this cost, and does it really happen that often? Because that's where a lot of our stories happen. We went to a bunch of subway stations all over the city. On an average, one and a half people per minute are jumping to turnstiles.
2: Jeez, <laughs> holy cow!
0: <laughs> that you know they're raising the tickets. It's you know it's not like you're getting anything for what you're paying. Right. And it turns out that two hundred and fifteen million dollars a year is wow. being lost to fare beaters here wow. in
1: the city. Yeah.
0: Wow. So we got a little look at that. That's
1: pretty. That's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, just always fun to get the bad guy on camera yes. and make him explain himself. <laughs> so today on Inside Edition, you will watch people twist in the wind.
1: Yeah, that's good. Are you doing revenge
0: are, filming? Are <laughs> you, revenge film.
1: Are you doing Liam Neeson? Speaking yes, of revenge,
0: we are. Oh my gosh! It's you know that someone in his world literally is bald because they have yanked every strand of hair off their head. You had to share this. You had to tell the world. Of this thought you had years ago, you needed to own it now. I don't understand, um, but boy, it can't be something that's making the, the distributors of his new film very happy about. I. I
1: don't know. You think there's going to be a backlash at the theater? Well, he's supposed to walk the uh, the red carpet tonight. They're having the premiere in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad's going to be there and covering the thing. But uh, for those of you who missed it, if you haven't heard, uh, Liam Neeson was doing an interview Um, promoting his new movie, but for some reason he got into a racial conversation and he said when, uh, I don't know how many years ago. 30 years ago. 30 years ago. ago,
2: A family member was raped.
1: Somebody was raped and he wanted to know and and the lady said it was a, a black man. So he got a club And he was wandering around his neighborhood hoping someone would jump out, uh, you know, and go after him so he could kill him with the club. Well,
2: he said, I was hoping a black man would come out and I could kill him. He said he felt that way for a week and a half. And he said it made him take a really hard look at the primal need for revenge that people feel. And at his own racism that he didn't know he felt until that came out. And he says he wanted to share that so that we would all... Take a good hard look, but I, I, yeah, it's kind of a hard to say because you're so overwhelmed by what he's saying that is, does it really teach us anything for him to say that?
0: I, I I I think it has been just an awful, awful career damaging thing. I I appreciate his his idea that maybe he's somehow serving a greater good, but man, I think he missed it big time. I think it's very, very, and and, yes, maybe there are people who feel this way, and thank heavens he didn't act upon his urge, but the idea that this person that I care about was injured by someone who fits into a category that, well, in the United States is what, 11, 14 percent of the population, I don't know what the percent of African Americans are, but just because someone's skin is a color, you're going to go and... Batter them with a club. It's oh, just—it's mind-blowing.
2: Or if it had been a white person, would it be all men that you were after?
1: Exactly. I'm going out and killing white guys. Like, what?
2: Where yeah. do you you stop at that? The thing that scares me about it is, I feel like, in some weird way, there are people out there who will be encouraged by what he says, as opposed to learning an anti-racism message.
0: Well, you know, that's the thing that we go through every time there's a story where in order to report the story you have to share some details about some warped thinking because there is warped thinking. I mean look at this crazy guy up in Wisconsin who killed the children the child's parents, yeah. Jamie Claus. Oh my gosh. So that he could have her and he had stalked her and 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 pursued her and waited for the right, you know, opportunity. Too much info sometimes can be a very worrisome thing. Damaging. I think yeah. you're
1: right about this. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Liam is supposed to be doing some TV talk shows today. I don't know if he's going to show up or not. I don't know if he's going to walk the red carpet tonight, but I would imagine there will be a, uh, a follow-up statement to try to, yeah. uh, to justify those uh, Alleviate those the damage? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, if
0: you I, were his PR advisor, what would you um, recommend that he stay do? Stay
2: out
1: of sight. Stay out of sight and... Uh, you can't
2: explain it. I don't uh, know, how you know.
1: You know, say something like that, and it's just, you know, and I think he probably meant well, but uh, he didn't think he didn't think it out. I can tell you that.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I've got three kids, and they're they're they've turned out beautifully. I have to, to brag on it. <laughs> but one of the things I said to them when they were growing up. Is this little ditty If you just repeat it in your head It will generally prevent you From doing something stupid And maybe Mr. Neeson Needed to know this Yeah, yeah Where you, were you and, when he was and, growing? And here's, <laughs> here's what the ditty is First thing you do Before you get in trouble Use your head on the double Think about it and Just that amount of time It took to say that stupid little poem You probably stopped yourself From doing something ridiculous
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah Put the fuse out
1: <laughs> Yep Well, I had Brad tell that To Liam the, Liam the night When he sees him <laughs> Inside Edition, <laughs> Inside Edition, tonight at 7, CBS 2, the longest-running, top-rated, syndicated news magazine. She is Deborah Norville. Thanks for checking in, Debra. Thanks. Thank you for
0: having me. Have a great day.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.